Hey, beautiful people. I'm Mila. Hey, y'all. I'm Monica. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. Hey, how you doing today? I am aligned and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is all we can ask for as we kick off um, this episode. You know, I'm always excited about something and today is no different. I know we're going to be looking into all of the spring things that have caught our attention. Um, and we have a great um, business of the month of, of the week as well. So it's going to be a good a good episode. But before we get started, how has your week been? Um, I was relieved of my um, <laughs> duties for, uh, you know, the, the animals. Uh, okay. <laughs> and I was uh, exhausted the next. Yeah, that night I was I didn't know I was that tired. I guess, you know, I was on a schedule with them and <laughs> playing with them, walking, feeding. Like it was just I was like, hmm. Um, I might just be an auntie. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, a but. pet auntie. You said, no, you're not going to be volunteering to be watching people's pets anymore, Monica? Not like that. I have to really love you to uh, do that. Okay, so. so that's how you know. If Monica's like, yeah, I watch her, whatever, that means you're in real close with her. <laughs> right, right. I don't mind. I don't mind. I got some goodies from uh, from from uh london bridge so. okay so it made it worth it okay so there was some payoff you know yes. okay well that's good i mean of mm -hmm. course and you know and i got to you know i got to utilize the hot tub i was like ooh, i need to do this more often <laughs> yeah i heard you had a hot tub weekend so that's good hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that sounds that's all about good. you um well you know girl i had a great, uh, you know, we did our episode just in time on uh, Good Friday. So I had a great, a great Easter. You know, I was looking for a miracle and my miracle came in the form of some words, water, lemonade, popsicle. <laughs> so, you know, when people haven't been speaking and they like come back, okay. they're, they're thirsty. So to me, I was overjoyed um, with that. And I've had a good week. You know, personally, girl, you, you know, I've been holding it down, right. having to block shade and remind people clearly of what the focus is. Let's not get sidetracked. One of the funniest things I heard this week was <clears throat> someone tell me that's not nice. And we weren't having a conversation that was relevant to nice or not nice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You you heard the conversation. I said, what, what are you talking about? Nice or not nice? We're, we're having a conversation about facts and fundamentals. Yes, honey. We're talking about people's health. You talk about nice and not nice. Yeah. Girl. This is not the playground. <laughs> Don't play in my face. Oh, girl. And you know, they really tried. But um, other than that, the testimony is I'm still shouting, singing amen feeling footloose and fancy free. And I am so ready. <laughs> I'm so ready to talk about these shows because <clears throat> for those that don't know, Monica is not a reality TV lover like I am. No, I, mean... <laughs> I gave that up years ago because I was it was playing in my mind and I was getting a little too bad out here. So now, <laughs> yeah, you were getting turned up. <laughs> you said, well, if they did it on the show, I could do it better in real life. But no, no. Um, <laughs> so Monica doesn't even like those kind of shows. So I've been really excited to hear about all of the. Re it was like we went down a spring 
a rabbit hole because, you know, now spring is in the air. People are, you know, starting to feel themselves when it's not raining and cold in the Northwest and all over the country, you know, things are alive. So love is in the air. And these reality TV shows that they're putting out for spring, it's like, you guys going to put that out for the winter when we were stuck at home, because some of this stuff is just too, 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 too um, crazy, wild, conversation starting it's just they're just all over the place so um let's let's get into this now Mm -hmm. we are excited about the first show that really led monica down this rabbit hole that i introduced her to Mm, i feel like a little like mm, i'm so happy (laughs) that that i kind of got you hooked on this this foolishness because all these shows for the most part a lot of them are just one season so well except the one you know we got a few that are not but this one this one we're talking about that got us started down this spring love rabbit hole is called (laughs) is called queen's court and it stars three well-known reality tv stars tamar braxton Evelyn Lozado and the, you know, R&B songstress of the 90s and early, two, I guess early 2000s is more appropriate, Nivea. So, Don't mess with, with my, my man. man. That's what she, that's what she told him. Okay. <laughs> Finally found a brother that is down with me. Don't mess. Oh, yeah, okay. that was, that was the jam. Uh, I actually, I actually had, you know, Nivea's album. Uh, so... <laughs> So that's the whole thing. And, you know, she's been really connected with some of the more interesting men in R&B and hip hop. I mean, she has a son with Lil Wayne and she also was married to The Dream, um, which is a big producer of music. Um, He had hits like Shorty is a 10, a 10. And yeah. So anyway, I just so the show is about finding those three, three women love Uh, and they have a bunch of bachelors and it is hosted by the Pete's. So Holly Robinson Pete and her husband, who was a former NFL player. And I don't know why his name, it just left my mind. So it's all right. You they're not as important. Holly Robinson Pete's husband. husband. <laughs> and you know, we know her from hanging with Mr. Cooper. And also to me, she always Ooh, <laughs> No, but she always looked well, I'm glad you did that because in Vogue, she always reminded me of Terry from in vogue holly and terry and they were friends in real life they were like you know how sometimes people are like oh your friends look alike right yeah they they had a close resemblance so anyway i so wonder if sh- she could sing because she sure could have went on tour with them not saying that the other ladies wasn't singing but you know yeah but once the group became a triple and it, right i like the four-part harmony but that's a that's a sidebar that's a sidebar we, we <laughs> definitely definitely fans of in vogue over here you know definitely had all of their albums born to sing uh the the diva one. Oh my goodness funky Girl, divas. I, I saw them at jazz alley here in uh seattle Two, twice yeah Girl, I, I i went down to your neck of the woods t-town and i saw them at the OG Emerald Queen before it got remodeled. Really? And yes, oh, girl, wow. yes, yeah. Oh man, for give. I, who who didn't think that they could sing? Giving him something he could feel really good. I mean, yeah, like give him something. Yeah, yes, you know. So anyway, so back to the show. So the the show was about finding these women love. And of course, throughout the, I guess it's 10 episodes or 10 to 12 episodes. And yo, love. don't forget they're in Atlanta, Georgia too, but carry on. <laughs> because the men are looking beautiful. They're looking right. They're looking scrumptious. They dress in together. For the most part. Yeah, I mean, overall. Um, this is a general, 
this is definitely a generalization. There was one that had a questionable relaxer natural hair situation. <laughs> that one dread, they really hate <laughs> I, but you know what? But that brother was the most interesting because wasn't he in the military and all this other stuff? Girl. Yeah, but that, but that hair. But remember, they couldn't get over the hair. The hair, I mean, so some of the stuff is shallow. But nonetheless, these ladies are trying to find love. And of course, two of them get engaged. And we're not going to give away too much. <laughs> so I didn't want to give any spoilers. Right. And one of them, and one of them stays single. Right. So overall, Monica, since this was your first delve back into the reality TV waters, what did you think about this show? Well, I pulled it up on my, you know, secret link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I. Uh, I got into it. You know, Tamar is going to bring Tamar. That's what she does. And I love her. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, they, was, they actually, you know, were asking questions. It just wasn't like service. They were really trying to get into the meat of, you know, where these men are coming from. And actually, but it's different because the women actually have to ask the men on a date. So they have to, from uh, each three groups that they went through because it was mm-hmm. 21 men all together like the first seven men they have to you know mingle around and then decide which two men they want to go on dates with and that was exciting because I remember the first time they did it two of the ladies <laughs> liked the same guy one, day. Right. one had to rescind her invitation which was hilarious right. she was like oh sorry you know like maybe I don't really want to go right <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with that. You are entitled to change your mind at any time. Mm, I agree. It was a, it made for good TV though. It just the way she went about it. Now the only critique, because I'm not, I don't want to give away like spoilers, because people should get to enjoy the shenanigans for themselves. Um, but I just, Nivia, I always was like, we're putting her on the fashion prayer list. That's all I'm saying. I, I just sometimes I was stunned. I was like, what in the heck, Nivia? What in the heck? Why? That's that was... the stylist. And I'm just like, there's too many. Good stylists. There's too many. Yeah, <laughs> there's too many stylists. And there's too many um, clothing. Uh, I don't even want to say brands. I want to. Yeah, they could have did a lot better. <laughs> she I was, was the like, weakest this... link. I was so upset. It was like, Evelyn, of course. You know, I mean, Tamar, of course. And right. then Nivea. And Nivea, Nivea. It's like. Nivia is so down to earth, though. You want to really root for her. But mm-hmm. I felt like every time she was on the television, that her stylist was a hater. Oh, I felt like whoever was playing in her face with the wigs, with the outfits, I said, you guys are disrespectful. Like, but I, she, I mean, she obviously she had an okay that. You know how people get in. I, you know what? No, I think celebrities have hype people. Right. And so they'll convince you. And sometimes if you don't know, and you listen to your stylist, and believe me, it's because I worked in the industry, girl. I have seen people hype up stuff that is garbage. <laughs> I mean, for real, <laughs> for for straight ridiculous. Where it's like it's pajama jeans and high heels, and they're like, "Oh, girl, oh, whoo, breakthrough! This is the best outfit I've ever seen. Oh, you're so fly. Oh, you're fashion forward. No, no, no. That's pajama jeans." And a pair of white pumps. You are telling a lie. You're telling a lie. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate for the situation. But I probably would wear that, but anyways. <laughs> I, you might, but it depends on if it's the right situation. Right. Maybe a stylist, because she, she wasn't performing. Maybe he mis- or he or she or they or them, whoever, they misunderstood the assignment. Maybe they thought it was to go and actually... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> be on tour. Like if she was performing, then maybe the outfits would make sense. But no, they didn't even make sense for that, girl. I'm like, first of all, I'm no judge, but I'm like, when you when you like thick like that, you need to have spanks. Even the even the smaller girls be wearing spanks to smooth it out. Well, I don't see the tummy hanging over. I'm well, talking. girl, amen, honey. Uh, the resident thick girl, okay, said amen. <laughs> I have no fault in what you said, Lamika. Right. You you telling the truth. When the church don't need to say amen, it will not. But at this I, point, I'm just this, never going to understand that part. I no, just... that's that's why I said that stylist. Oh, that that's that's a clown, and that stylist should be ashamed because people are going to see that, and I would never ever hire that person. I would I would never trust them with my aesthetic, with my brand. Um, to make me look and feel the best, which is what a stylist should be doing. On a side note, if you are going to a stylist, they should hear what you feel like your style is. If you don't have a style, they right. should try to get to know you and help you create what a style is. But if yeah, they're they going so left, yeah, yeah, if they're going so left, if you don't rock Bessie Johnson style, if you feel like you're more of a Michelle Obama and they're bringing you in Bessie, <laughs> Bessie Johnson type clothing, which is a totally two different aesthetics. You Do you understand Michelle Obama is, you know, fun, sophisticated, whatever. Whatever. Betsy Johnson Obama is Banana Republic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Betsy Johnson is more Gucci. rocker chic. You know, right. no, you know, lace tears, you know, fun colors. It's a little bit of a different. Don't let them force you into that Betsy Johnson if that's not your real energy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Be true to yourself. And I don't think I mean we definitely sidebar, but okay, so Monique. But no, it, may, it makes a difference. The the aesthetic does make a difference in what type of men she was attracting to her, also. So because mm -hmm. them two jokers. Oh, <laughs> she was not getting quality candidates based off of her look. And she is actually a grown woman, mother, been married. I don't think she was trying to attract the guys that she was attracting but at least no. she had a anyway but not to give away anything else monica is this a show that if someone was home and it was raining and you needed to watch something you would recommend is this a recommendation up or down yay or nay if if you already did your to-do list and you ain't got <laughs> nothing else to do and you want to multitask and you know i don't know be on the phone text or you know do something else and then watch this then go ahead and do it because i thought i was gonna <laughs> I thought I was just gonna like watch a couple and then like stop, but I I watched like it drew you in, and then and then <laughs> yes, and I was like this is ridiculous, and then I ended up because I wanted to see especially with the whole uh, Tamar going white chocolate, mm -hmm. Mm. you know, see what that was all about. So yeah, because you know what I you know we got a side bet on that girl. I'm like I don't I mean I've been seeing all the Instagram and social media posts. And I heard how his hater baby's mama came out and what she had to say. But I don't know if they're going to make it down the aisle. So we got our own little side bet uh, <laughs> in real life on that one. I mean, because I, mean, I, I want the best for Tamar. Um, right. I like her energy, you know. But I don't. And the guy seems cool. It's not that. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a lot. And then Evelyn, her and uh, her, her boo, LaVon, they just so they just so they cute and calm like I'm, I love it for her I love it too because she's grown she oh after after surviving basketball wives I would be happy if she actually gets a chance to have what she wants like I'm really happy for Tammy Roman like she's living her best life and basketball right. wives was such a it got so terrible towards the end like I, I it's on now and I just, I don't have the time. I like, that's not the kind of reality TV shows I'm watching. I'm oh, usually well, watching yeah. now I, I Love and Dating. That, like, 
years ago. Yeah, no, years ago. Decade ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so then the next show on our list is Love is Blind, which the only thing I know about that, Monica, is that this year or this season's episode, the contestants are from Seattle. But tell us about Love is Blind, which is on Netflix. Um, Queen's Court is on, um, uh, on Peacock. So just FYI, and then Love is Blind is on Netflix. So uh, what's up with that show, Monica? What is it? Because it's Uncle Booski's show. He was telling me he had to watch his show. I said, what show are you watching, sir? He said, Love is Blind. He texted me me back, Love is Blind. I was like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess it's the fourth season. I don't don't watch all the seasons. The The only reason I got captivated in this because I knew somebody in the original, the, you know, the casting, they didn't get picked or, uh, matched with anyone to go forward in the relationship process but mm. uh so yes uh pacific northwest because actually they're between they're from like either uh washington state or oregon mm. and um the, it's it's a pretty diverse cast kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Um, now that i think about it they don't got no asian people on there really not one from the northwest there's no asian there's no Spanish. It's just uh, Caucasian mixed and black, melanated. Yeah, when I think about it, yeah. But but is a bi- is it a biracial like maybe Asian and white or is it just no black and white? Yeah. Well, I call black and white biracial. Oh, there is there's, there's a Latina. Black. Yeah. One single solo Latina. Yeah, one single solo Latina. The other guy that came back, anyways. Well, let's just say um, there is your uh, Pacific Northwest uh, um, African, like from the continent. Oh, okay. Um, you know, oh. he has his um, preferences, which, you know, we already know how. Well, no, no, we're not going to diss the whole continent. We'll just say that by the time they make it to the Pacific Northwest, we know what their <laughs> preferences are. <laughs> For some of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, you know, it's, it's nice to see, you know, it's like, oh, they're in Seattle. Oh, I've been to that shop or, you know, that restaurant, different things. But mm-hmm. the age, when you think about it, loves and blind, because they start off in pods, they can't see nobody. So you're right. just talking, they're doing like multiple blind dates throughout the, you know, throughout the day to see who they're going to match with. And if they, if they make a match, then they literally will like ask them to marry them while they still haven't seen each other. What do you have to get married? Oh, so this show they're actually asking them to marry them without seeing them sight unseen, like the show I like right. married at first sight. That's why it's okay. love is love is blind. Yeah. Okay. And I thought so, but love is blind. I thought they could be dating. You know, like dating is blind. Like okay, let's. No, date. so they have to they have to ask them to marry them before they oh. get out of the pods, and oh. so most of them were um, they were. Uh, pleased with their selection aesthetically <laughs> there was one chick and it was I can't remember I think her name is Irina I think and yeah. uh her she had selected or uh, the attorney this Caucasian guy has selected her he should have selected somebody bliss but anyways from the get-go okay. I, I I'm never gonna be nobody's second choice <laughs> <laughs> sidebar but mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, she, Irina saw him and she was just, you could see it in her face. She heard body language and everything. It was just so sad. She was just turned off. <laughs> she was like, I don't want to give you a kiss. I just bet you. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's a, honey, that's the number one sign on any of the shows that we're going to talk about. When the people have a chance to encounter each other and like hug, embrace, touch, kiss. When she the other person is like, that. no, I don't know you well enough. I don't feel comfortable. Right. That, that's, a, that's a done deal. I would have to walk out right then because I get stranger. Well, not anymore, but I, you know, I, I would pre-pandemic give strange, you know, I give people hugs, you know, you, whatever. Right. So do, to not hug someone that you think you have a connection with without seeing them, that's just super shallow and it hurts, but that's the whole point of the show. But okay, girls. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, it's, it, and the show's still not over. I think it's uh, the finale because Netflix, instead of allowing people just to uh, watch it all at the same time, they are rationing it out in like three episodes <laughs> blocks. Girl, well, it's because they're trying to make sure you stay. They don't want you to get, watch Love is Blind and then cancel your <laughs> your subscription, you know? Everybody's trying to oh, hold on. Well, because I've been thinking, I'm like, they might get canceled because I got other ways to <laughs> look at it. <laughs> you said they still on the chopping block. Okay, so Monica, are you recommending Love is Blind for the people? Yes, just because it is showcasing the great Pacific Northwest. Otherwise, uh, I probably wouldn't even be looking at it. Ooh, okay, I'll take it. Now, there's another show that's on as well that you were trying to get me hooked on, and I've been trying to, to track it down. It airs on TV One. Lisa Ray is the host. I believe it's called um, Ask a Friend. Ask for a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask for a friend. Um, and that one actually sounds really interesting. So kind of just give us the back back on that one. Like, what is that about? So Lisa Ray hosts the show with her shady ass comments. <laughs> I so it's it's hilarious. The whoever's writing for it is 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 funny. But anyway, so it's either like two friends or it could be two exes, um, two best friends, sisters, brothers, whatever. They are finding each other blind dates. <laughs> Well, what's funny, because we've already discussed this on the show before, would we let an ex hook us up with someone else? And I think the verdict on our show was, I think you said you might be open to it. I said, I don't... Mm. No, not an ex. Nope. I'm I'm going to nix that. Nope. Nope. Yep. Because I think now I was my... saying hard pass. I said, yeah. I think I said it was hard pass. <laughs> now, now, now my best friends, my sisters, y'all, I, yes. I, 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 the core of y'all, I would probably trust y'all. Thank you. I mean, for real, because we're the ones that are going to have to hear about it if it's bad. So we would definitely want right. to see you. <laughs> y'all hear about the right it person. bad, good, or good. <laughs> That's the well. That's the fun, honey. That's the whole point of having a good sister circle right there, so that you can, you know, get all that out. But okay, right? Um, it, at least Ray. But I know she's funny, honey. The former first lady of Turks and Caicos. Okay. I know. I know she has nothing but shit. You know, like the my lady mom was such players, a fan of players, club. Yeah, I, and all. Remember, she did the all white for so many years. It's like right. my mom is such a fan of Lisa. Ray. She still <laughs> does. She still does the white for most. For the Most of the time, of the time. time. Yeah. Well, no, I love it because there, there was a show. I think it was called um, "All of Us," or it was yep. a show that, that was inspired by Will Smith and right. his relationship with his, you know, ex-wife, right. and then with Jada. And my mom loved the ex-wife character because she was played by Lisa Ray so much. I said, "Lady, sit down." I mean, and when they pretty much got rid of the Jada character. To keep the Lisa Ray character, my mom was like, "That's how it should have been the whole time." She, I was like, "She's the best." I was like, "No, you just, you just think you like Lisa Ray." I don't know what I don't. It's sometimes old ladies, honey, they just 
get a look on someone and they're like, no, I like her energy. So, <laughs> but Lisa is a trip. I'm sure that is a good show. I also enjoy um, when you make mention, there's a show where it's like called what, Four Queens or something on Fox Soul, where it's like Lisa Ray and Vivica Fox. It might not be on any longer. No, it's, it's Selena. Still on. They just took a break. I, I can't think of the title, but yeah, it's called Queens. But the, the yeah. uh, Ask for I don't friend. love Claudia Jordan. I don't, I don't love Claudia Jordan. Okay. But, yeah. but the Ask for a Friend, um, it's based in Atlanta, Georgia, too. So, girl, you get oh, so oh. many characters. And it's just good to see, like, the relationship dynamics and, like, a I'd probably say maybe like 30% of the people are not even are native to Georgia. Um, some right. of them, you know, had recently, you know, relocated from New York or always, California. Always, always, yeah. yeah. Um, but just to see what, you know, people like and just see it. it's 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 quite entertaining. And it's only, um I think she there's only like six episodes. I don't know if that's just the season. That's only... I only saw six episodes, but I watched all six. I, I would highly recommend that. Get some popcorn. Okay. See, I love the way you said that's a high recommendation. And actually, because you said Atlanta and we like two of the three shows that we mentioned so far take place in Atlanta. I do want to give you a sidebar because black Twitter has been buzzing about this. So I had to do some investigating. Hulu is supposedly getting ready to uh, produce a show. And do you know the community knows? So I'm going to say the word and then I'm going to get your opinion. It's going to be about Freaknik. It's going to be about, they call it like the block party, the, uh, the untold story of like the largest block party, you know, but everybody, the, the buzz on black Twitter is <clears throat> people's aunties and mamas said oh lord oh my or cousins it might, yes it, it, <laughs> it might get out because i yeah it might get out that we had a life back in the day too you know we all these kids about their social media but you know mm, freaknik was, was nothing but a hot mess i mean of, of of fun it was really it was like black spring break for people you know all the hsbc you would go up to atlanta um, it really started, I think, in 81, but it really started popping off and becoming this huge thing in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, with the rating of Triple X, like, it was two live crew, girl. <laughs> uh, truly. I mean, STDs were rampant. Um, and then also they're talking about um, they don't want it to be just a documentary on, on people getting raped and right. exploited. But there was a lot of free love and... Um, and just and and just fun. It was it was was youth. Then they were all you know most for the most part college students right. that were being young and free and wild in Atlanta. And that really really put Atlanta on the map as far as a place for party destination, socializing, and different things like that. So I I am excited. I can't wait as Hulu lets us get more hints and talks more about it because right now, like I said, Variety I think has written something about it. And, oh, it's already know, it's it's gonna drop. They've already it's already together. Like it, they actually they're saying it's not gonna drop till 2024. When I was trying to oh, do some of the black really? so some of the background on it. Yeah, girl. I I honey I googled <laughs> as soon as I was reading the the buzz and and reading some of the hilarious comments. I was like, oh, let me see what is on. Is when when can I watch this? And then then I actually did a little deeper dive and it was like, oh. It's not scheduled to be released oh, okay. until 2024. I was like, what? A whole year from now. I hope that is incorrect information. But as soon as we know the, the official premiere date, 
for the Freaknik documentary, we will be letting the community know about this because <laughs> this is one to not be missed. Okay, because I, I remember growing up, okay, like it kind of fizzled out in like 99. Um, but I, I have definitely, yeah, I we've mean, all if, lived with it. Mm. If I had went to my dream college in Hampton uh, University in Virginia, I probably would have got maybe like a year in before it, you know, it fizzled Shut out. Shut down. I, I didn't even go. Yeah. Thank God. If I had been I had visited my homegirl at Spelman, I would have got a good two years. You know, right. you know, she was from the Northwest, so she was not necessarily going to love the freak geek energy but nonetheless nah people um, who from pacific northwest who go to school down south if they're not familiar with that they get a culture shock, shock. yeah <laughs> that's a that's an understatement it's like what what, what? <laughs> wait wait what yeah no it's wait what okay yeah you're getting overwhelmed <laughs> your system right. doesn't compute we understand but um so okay so that was a sidebar now going back to my shows though now i wanted to love this show i was so excited about it i've been talking about it on the podcast for the last few months truly and it's called seeking brother husbands oh lord uh, and i got so excited i said ladies 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 we have turned the tables i want to see about polyandry because that's what you call it when it's women uh, mm-hmm. versus these polygamous situations and i felt that women could do it better than the men because when you see searching for seeking sister wives or sister wives or big love the mm-hmm. men are not able to really handle um, female emotions, I think, and have healthy relationships with all their wives. I, you know, there, even though everyone says, oh, there's not a sexual component, there always is a sexual component because these men be racking up these women and a lot of the relationships and the marriages fall apart because you really can't invest the time you need to. Right. Individuals. Intimacy is how you stay connected. Thank Yeah. And it's like, you're splitting your time. I mean, I, I watched one, uh, male centered, uh, polygamous situation where the man he was doing like every other day like one wife had Mondays and uh, Thursdays one had Tuesdays and Fridays one had Wednesdays and Saturdays and Sundays that's was, too like, many free- spirits and demons to be playing around I just mm-mm. and then he married a fourth one okay and then it's like it all crumbled because you can't he, he wasn't doing a good job you know they're gonna people are gonna feel like there's favoritism there's jealousy and there's so many things that you have to work through when you have multiple people in a relationship I know that now troubling um, is a is a common thing. It's it's starting to be popular and people love it. But you really have to have open communication and be really down for that, which you know I'm not yet. So I guess it would be different <laughs> if you were like six months on, six months off. But to be all living in the same household, like Mm-mm. I know, it, I mean, if if in a dream world we were gonna do that, I want my own house, I want my own car, I want my own trust, like. Set me up somewhere. Okay, so you think you could be do the sister wife situation? I know I couldn't, but I could definitely do the brother husband. I could have me a stable of men, <laughs> and that I attended to a stable. How many? Uh, um, you know, a minimum of two. I always have said jokingly for the last twenty years that a woman needs three good men because you need the one that you know can do stuff. The one that can make you laugh and talk about stuff, and the one can can put it down. So I always thought that you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, Brandy said that if you put it down, dun, dun, dun. anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, but so that's why I said I I think a woman uh, who was of that mindset could do three. I I wouldn't be greedy. Like I said, I'm not trying to necessarily collect a harem, but my mm-hmm. stable would at least have good three, two to three. Um, and so I wanted to love seeking brother husbands. 
I watched it and we've been watching. I got you to watch it. We we know the first three episodes are out. It's on TLC. That's all I'm watching. And it's about <laughs> it's about women who um, are either in the are, are currently living with their husbands, their multiple husbands, in the process of adding uh, another partner to their solid relationship, mm-hmm. or now trying to seek to right. to add. And and um, to me, I guess I'm just so you know what? It's not that it looks different when women are doing it, but I'm disheartened by some of the women and their tact. It's like, they're just as wishy-washy as the men. When you watch the men on like uh seeking sister wives, they're not right. clear. They're not clear on their motivation. So nope. I'm like, this isn't going to get you anywhere. Cause you don't know why you're doing this. Like exactly. I said, I would have my stable together. I know why I'm doing it. honey. I know why you're here, you know, and I know why you're here. And I know why you're here and you're all important to me, you know, and one lady, one sister from Texas that got the two, you know, the, that has tiger and the, and the husband that she's been married to for 26 years, the boy, the other husband that she's been with for and 10 years. And on the surface, they seem like good, reputable men. They got like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're nice. They're kind. They actually got good work ethic. Like, yes. And I'm like, girl, you taking up all the good men. <laughs> Girl, and then look, and what did her trainer say? And now you're looking for someone else? Like, he was, he, he was shocked. And she's not giving the tenure enough attention. Right. Like, he, he's really feeling like he's replaced. And, girl, honey, that sex drive of hers, I said, man, ma'am, okay. You and, uh, wait, what was it? It was, they were recently talking about it a lot. It was um, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife, who said she had to have sex three or four times a day with Scotty. I mean, like, this lady on the show. Was that, okay, was that her or was that Scotty? these requirements uh, that they had it three to four times a day I don't she didn't clarify Larsa didn't say I wanted it I was so charged up or that he was so turned on oh, I don't okay. know she just said that they had se- sexual intercourse that much throughout their marriage and remember people question that because they're like girl that's like 30 that they're like no for 20 years four times a day 365 days a year you, even your, your your stuff have to rest at some <laughs> at some point but your cycle but anyways well you know married men don't necessarily i mean if i i sometimes people are trifling we won't that's get into what, yeah, 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 yeah i was like mm. so <laughs> so going back <laughs> bringing it back um yeah you said you you're not gonna watch it again is that kind of how you feel about it Mm-mm. i mean because yeah the lady in texas sister girl in texas i'm like and she and she she did clearly say she said she and she wanted to date more like she wanted to i'm just like won't you get a divorce and just date all these dudes yeah she said she wanted to be forever dating and like she's super traumatizing her husband now right. she's like i want to move out of the bedroom with you i want right. you to get your own room so i can bring people and to me i feel like ma'am now ma'am at some point your husbands can be aware that you're doing whatever you want to do but if you're dating you don't need to bring them back to your marital into your actual bed in your home exactly i mean for real what well, who are you getting that can't provide a hotel or a place for you to but have your you little think, freak encounter out do you think the men have their side girlfriends i would these the the two i know the sister you talk about because we i watch the show i hope those brothers do but i would hope they didn't because i wouldn't want to be a side chick to this crazy woman i would be like dude i could give you all of my attention you know and i i obviously value you i mean her 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 og husband the 26 year strong marriage he seemed like he's not even interested he's like i prefer to not really be around people like that i like being in my room on my phone i'm like what are you doing on that phone sir exactly (laughs) i said he's an internet mac that's what i think i mean he's spending too much time 
him on that phone. She better watch out. I feel like he's going to surprise him and be like, actually, I'm out. I've been talking to this lady and, you know, over in, uh, they're in I Texas, mean, what's, what's New the, York. Uh, I'm out. What's the, what's the um, show back in the day? Three's Company? Girl. Yes, that I mean, is it. That's what it's, I mean, because, I mean, you know, the economic situation. So it's just, it, it, it helps if you got three people. You know what I'm saying? It does, but I feel like in their situation, and what I would say is that this show could work, and I could be on board, but they needed to have, like I said, the women don't feel, they feel like they're going discovering it they don't feel like they're confident like they really understood their motivation right. because i feel like i'm not gonna start off not everyone having their own room because at some point everybody needs a breather and if right. if if tiger already had his own room in his own space he wouldn't be feeling so betrayed that now yeah because to... he's like a little cub the mother is like you got to go and he's like, I don't want to leave. Well, can we get married then officially? And she's like, no. What's the point of having a ceremony if you're? I mean, she's like, she is, she is, she is. But she he established established that when he after you know after they started going together and um you know seeing each other for like maybe like after a year you know like yeah is this going to be is this in the contract? Are we going to get married? Are we going to do A B C and D? I think when you move in that house with that other man. Okay, right. it's just karma because that other man had to get used to you now being the apple of her eye. And then she's going to talk to an export girl. It is that part is a mess for and me. And then she's, she's upset that old boy's mother don't approve of it. I mean, you're a grown woman. So what? She's that she's using that as a cop out not to marry a boy. But <laughs> yeah, and sh- truly, truly. I'm like, girl, that woman don't want to. Uh, unofficially, no officially part. marry you. Yeah, because she can't truly ma- marry him anyway because she's right. still legally married to 26 OG. But uh, what I will say is I will be watching this again just to complain. It's like voting. I do it so that I have a right to <laughs> complain about things. So I will be watching well, another episode. Back. <laughs> yeah, just another episode. I don't know if it's going to hook me for the whole season uh, because there, there are a couple of problematic couples and situations. But it is worth, you know what I say, it's worth at least watching once you know maybe you were interested as a woman in seeing how you could balance or or bring up the conversation of maybe getting a boyfriend in your marriage and that's something that you really felt led to do well then this is might be your gateway drug <laughs> it'll help you get things established well you know what with ai now you can you can probably you know um put together what you really want sprinkle a little some of this add a little some of that i mean you can clone people now so is that a robot is that like wait is that like Lars and the real girl like is that like a, a doll that you could just no you not know? like a robot remember that one movie I had you watch it was a Apple swan TV? song yeah, swan yes. song. Mm-hmm. and he made a clone of himself and it was I mean the wife couldn't tell I know but see remember he but it's like but you know that that's not you that right. that's some that's something else that's getting to live your life. See, I don't know about that. Like, remember we were talking about Swan Song, and I said, "Miss me, you don't get to replace me with a replacement me." Right, oh, but no. this person wouldn't be even be. You would be. This would be a culmination of different inputs making one person. You get to select the body. It's- <laughs> Yeah, build a build a man like build a bear build, <laughs> yeah. build a brother <laughs> you building a brother up here <laughs> oh my girl sign me up for build a brother he, he be be like, I like that quality from this ex and that ex I need an aesthetic from that one <laughs> oh girl, I mean it, wait if you did have to build a brother from your exes that would be pretty amazing and actually I would have uh husband two and three be from build a brother okay <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Girl, I said, cause somebody, I was like, man, he's brilliant. If I could have his mind and his body with his height, with his, oh, girl, that's a, Ooh, and his character and his integrity yes oh those those things i was getting to too you know yeah rest in peace to the one that had those things <laughs> okay um all right so that kind of you know summed it up the other show that i'm loving and thank goodness there's only a couple more weeks into it um it's married at first sight and i guess it's very much i guess love is blind is probably a ripoff of married at first sight if we're just being 100 percent honest because uh married at first sight is like 100 seasons it has like 16 or 17 seasons and i did pr- watch one season a couple years ago and i was just like whoo child this is a lot of episodes. yeah well because yeah because because they take you through the whole eight weeks of them being married but right. literally they get together, they're matched by experts, but I'm going to tell you straight up about uh, <laughs> Married at First Sight. Their odds are terrible. It's like maybe five couples out of 17 seasons are still together or like right. seven. Co- it's like they have horrible averages. Sometimes I'm convinced that the experts don't even give a damn. Like the experts. Well, they shouldn't even do the experts now. They should let AI go ahead and do it. AI would do a better job than P- Pastor Cal right. and uh, Dr. Pepper and all of them because they, they are doing awful with these people. Right. Um, this season, I don't think anyone. Well, I think one couple is going to make it possibly. And that's Chris and Nicole. But Nicole is realizing through this process that she probably needed to get therapy and get help. I I think this season, a lot of people are seeing that they are not in relationships, not because they can't find someone. It's because they still have a lot of work to do on themselves. They have a lot of issues that they actually haven't healed up that you don't take a look at. Yeah, and they just mask it and they date and they think that they're dating healthily. Like they were having a conversation on this week's episode and they were talking about suicide. And it's like three of the men had had friends or close associates commit suicide which definitely impacts them because it, it leads to guilt trauma and all these other things mm-hmm. and, and the uh, and one brother uh, aries or Aris or whatever he's dating uh, he's married sorry to a girl that he is totally treating poorly but she has her own set of issues but they've been calling her out in a way that is actually traumatic to her because her issues are based upon imposter syndrome and not having confidence and and but she's a hustler go-getter and really a smart girl so it a woman young woman so it is really it is really something and um i don't know how they do it i mean it really is i mean one couple didn't even last past the honeymoon but they but the system was so turned off it was like girl what did you think you were gonna get she didn't even give the man a chance she just was like so you live here oh nope i don't even want to move into the the place with you <laughs> like girl wow like well that's the experts i'm like or maybe she wasn't detailed enough i don't know what their their whole you know requirements uh, are they process their vetting processes when they have to you know when they get selected well, they say they supposedly do like six weeks of it. They go to their homes. They interview them multiple times. They have them fill out like a 30-page questionnaire. Uh, but obviously, it is not working because, like I said, their success rate is in the trash. Um, but I still the only watch... couple, the only Remember, the only couple I know is the, the mixed couple. The they're, Do they live on the East Coast? It was the white guy and the um, sister. They still together. I think they had a baby. Oh, girl, see, remember, I didn't want, I just got hooked up with this show, maybe on the, like, 13th or 14th season, because my sister, my sister was like, you gotta watch this episode. This sister is so nice, and the brother that they paired her with is so hurtful to her spirit, and I watched it, and it was, it was terrible. I said, how could they even, in good, 
they they knew enough about this man's character to know that on paper he this sister was perfect for him, but that he had a lot of ego trips. And That's he really, emotionally he hurt mental her. abuse. Yeah, that yeah. Hope she can sue them. <laughs> yeah, well, it. I mean, because he 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 talked about her. He was terrible, but he but he consummated the marriage on the um, honeymoon. I bet he did. Yeah, but and and like his family really loved her because she was she's an A plus woman. But he just was like, I don't like her look. She's nah, not pretty to me. Families, I was like, be, families be setting people up talking about, I really like her. She good for you. You need her knowing damn well they know all the ugly stuff that that person needs to work on. I, I, my, my, the reason I watched it, my sister said, you better look at his dad. She said, his dad looked like he going to swoop her up. If the sun well. drop her off. I said, ooh, I said, girl, that's a trip. But no, so I do like uh, Married at First Sight. Um, it is a trip. Um, but okay, so now moving right along to non-reality shows one show i have to shout out is on um, prime it's like you said everybody is giving you two or three episodes at a time and then making you come back i really hate that i'm like we're already paying for the streaming service just give it to me all at once i don't have time to waste give it to me baby truly (laughs) uh, yeah if i look at if i'm have the time to watch the show let me get as much of it in as i can don't make me try to come back because i'll never come back and i possibly won't get to finish the show but um the first one i'm going to mention is based off a book it's called power it is on prime and it is about the the concept is wild but i love it because they're there are major characters in the in the movie or the television show and in the book that take place in Seattle. So um, they even oh. have a, a fictional mayor character that reminds me a lot of Jenny Durkins. Um, in a mm. sense, I mean, she's she's a white woman. I guess that's really the only thing. <laughs> I was like, other than that, not maybe not so much Jenny Durkins, but she's a smart woman. So I said Jenny Durkins. Why not? Um, and uh, and so it is really cool. The the premise is young girls go uh, adolescent girls going from like. 12 or 14 to 18 19 they develop this power where they can shoot electricity from their bodies and it really shows what happens when women are not on the losing side when all of a sudden we become the strong dominant you know people in society what society looks like um and it is it is fascinating they have three episodes out it stars um tony collette john leguizamo which i'm a definitely a fan of both of those uh and a lot of newcomers and it is it is a show that i would say is definitely worth watching a very kind of sci-fi feel to it hmm. okay yeah power and then of course we have swarm which we kind of just glazed over glossed over a little bit uh, a couple of episodes yes and but we've now finished monica is caught up like i said i get her into trash tv uh, uh-huh. so, but this one was pop culture so I like, like Monique, I think she sent me a text and she was like, why? And I said, well, pop culture thanks you too. Okay. Like girl, it's because this is what everybody is talking about. So, um, Swarm, what did you think about it, Monica? Hated it. <laughs> I thought it was, it, it was what it was. It was a, it was a hot, it was, it was interesting. It was I like mean, a mix of Kill Bill in something else but it was just i the only reason i watched it because you said you know go ahead and watch this but girl i could have left that on well, what did you think about the malia obama like credited i mean she wasn't the main writer but she would got writing credits for like the fifth episode you probably don't remember it but were there any standout episodes there were standout moments i mean it was the thing is it because it was a dark comedy um and because 
it was inspired by kind of a Twitter comment that why do black women always have to be the strong black women? Why can't we just be serial killers too? <laughs> then, you know, Donald Glover was like, oh, wait, hey, huh, let's, let's flesh this out. Let's make it into a, a television show. Um, I, the way it left off, I would need a second season just to tie up the loose ends and really explain it to me. And the most, maybe that's probably why they left it like that. The most enjoyable episode to me truly was the last two episodes, actually. I, like, I liked the one that was kind of like the true crime episode where it was that like... One, they were, that, that one I was able to digest. Yeah, because it made sense. Because like I said, it was all over, over the place. And when she said the the black hair care products and the uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos is how she knew what she knew, the detective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, I've seen this before. You know, I, it just it just made me, it made me smile. But it was a lot of shenanigans. I mean, I was, I kept waiting for her to really be caught because I'm like, if this is, but I think it was supposed to be like in the 90s, maybe 90s. No, well, no, it was modern. Mm-mm. So it I kept modern. waiting, yeah, I kept waiting for them to get caught. So I'm like, you're so reckless with your so you know with your with your violence, but I definitely appreciate the cameos. I mean, I love Cree Summers in that fine in that um, eighth episode, I believe it right. was. I really, I think Billie Eilish, she did a really honey. That reminded me of like the Exion cult in California. Like she came through with her role. Paris Jackson wasn't bad in her role. I mean, uh, one of the Macaulay Culkin's brother, I think Rory McCulkin was in there as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had so many Leon. He was excellent in there. I mean, of I, course, <laughs> I love. Yeah, I was like, I love the um, the guest appearances. Um, I will, I will watch season two if it comes out, just to see if they can tie up these loose ends. And if they don't make another season of it, I will be okay too, and just think that was some weird beep stuff that I just watched. <laughs> so I would recommend it if you want to go down. Um, if you watch Atlanta, then you'll appreciate it because it has that disjointed feel to it but it all will make sense in the end so you know monica says no i say why not you know if you're gonna watch reality tv you might watch more. <laughs> i just it was just too it was just too much too gory like i, I don't need to see all that um... but i mean it was gory but then they really didn't really show anything though she just was randomly like to me i loved when she uh they went to Seattle. She went to Seattle to kill someone or Washington State. But I also appreciated the um, when she was with the man who had been fat and he was like working out. And I don't know, like she always had them snacks with her. Yeah, there were so there were so many. Like Swarm is a kind of show that you really dissect and talk about with people who are crazy, and it's great. So, <laughs> so well okay. stated. Yeah, I mean that's truly. I mean maybe it says a little bit of something about me, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> And then the other show that I recommended that you love, Monica, I think you enjoyed this one, was Beef with Ali Wong and Steven Yeun. So what about Beef, Monica? Would you recommend it? I recommend it. I I was I won't say I was like, ooh, enthralled with it, but it was it was it was different. I mean, I get at the end of it, I mean it's all connected because if she wouldn't did what she did and he wouldn't did what he did, then, you know, I mean, they kind of, I don't want to give it away, but it all makes sense. Well, what I will say is it's another Netflix show beef. So you can find um, beef on Netflix. And I, I like me think of the notorious B I G song beef. (laughs) 
and that and weren't they doing that too oh they were getting petty oh they were they were getting petty they were getting petty they were getting crazy i said it, it was there were too many it is worth seeing to me i'm gonna tell you beef you might as well watch it for real. It it is worth seeing. Um, there are a couple of standout moments and performances, and it's it's just shenanigans. So yeah, and I you know these. what? Like you mentioned before, with the awards, it's, you know the Asian influence. Because I don't think I've ever watched a series or a show where the majority of the cast is Asian. I mean, and I mean, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I mean, I grew up. I mean, in the, the Northwest. Northwest so. Yeah, I'm like, so we're not even saying that. Yeah. To me, what I was saying is, I loved. Because it actually showed the Asian perspective for not just one, you know, like people right. say Asian, it'll be Asian, but this show actually had to deal with Korean, Japanese. It actually had different the whole groups. Continent. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And they talked about different kind of socioeconomic social- levels. Exactly. And I appreciate that. I was like, you know, there's a myth of the model minority, but you also now see, like, you know, there's the the myth or the trope about the strong black woman, but mm-hmm. then you get to hear, you see the model min- minority trope. Um, in the show and really how it is it's suffocating at least in the first couple of episodes right because really, i know some gang banging uh we're from the northwest so right. we'll just leave it like that you know we <laughs> we know people truly who they are we're right. not we're not buying stereotypes because we actually know different people. asian countries mm-hmm. yes yeah i was like please there's no that's why when people tell me the stereotype of the group and they don't know the group i just roll my eyes i'm like what are you talking about my <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, nope, 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 nope. You're not going to sell me on this because I can walk down here and nope, 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 nope. So, um, but what was interesting about this show, though, that I did, that I really appreciated as well is that it did make them want to snap. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for showing, you know, so I, well, it was also written. It There's nothing like representation because there were actually real Asian people in the writer's room that created this like you know this wasn't someone who doesn't look asian doesn't know anything really about the culture or the nuances only thinks oh i like the food or i like the women and they don't Mm -hmm. have any idea of like the cultural pressure what that does the the way you listen to your family like when um (laughs) steven's character um danny told his little brother like you can date the white girls he said but right you, but you go and you get you a good korean girl from church and you listen to mom and dad and the little brother was like absolutely no, not like, live your life like, yeah he was like absolutely not and that was kind of the clash of the old and the new and right. it's like those are cultural things that i think everyone can watch and relate to but it's very specific for their group and i was like i loved it i i mean in that part I feel like everyone should watch beef because it's going to open your eyes. And then it is entertaining. It is entertaining. And it is, there is, there's some comedy. There definitely is. Allie well, Wong yeah. Is you, you think it's going to go one way. It went totally oh, 360. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's the fun of it. And isn't that a good TV show where you can go Wait, It started off like this and somehow we ended like that. And I go, yeah, that's, that's fun. That's television that has writers. That's right. not reality TV. It's it's a it's a thought provoking show, and it it's from the uh, producers uh, who won all the uh, awards. Uh, the studio, I think it's called A two four or something. A fifty two. A twenty four Productions. Thank you, girl. You see, that's what I'm talking well, about. Monica. The only reason I remember because it just anyways, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, because they did Moonlight, and then they did um, any the the one that just won the Academy Award this season mm-hmm. i think it's anywhere everywhere all at once i i watched it and that was an interesting movie so i really like the this production company because they're able to bring stories that would get mainstream studios attention and so it's 
fear, you know, because like I said, Moonlight won Best Picture, um, every everything, everywhere, all at once won Best Picture, and they're non-traditional movies. You hate them or love them, they're movies that show different sides of people and perspectives that maybe you wouldn't have considered. So, right. okay, so that kind of gives us our spring, <laughs> um, spring television recap. Okay, like what the heck are you watching, ladies? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know before we say the business of the week, I will shout, shout out, because we mentioned it when we were talking about food um, on the previous episodes, um, Island Soul just opened a sister restaurant called Arlianas or Arlena's um, French Caribbean, of course, in Kirkland. So it is a new restaurant, A-R-L-E-A-N-A apostrophe s um so if you are in the kirkland area and you want upscale because it's it is not quite like island soul it is the sister restaurant it's the what they got 20 20 cornbread muffins they sure do them coconut muffins that are five dollars in the hood are now twenty dollars over in bellevue i'm just we don't know that for sure but um it just opened easter weekend so you know i can't wait to go over there and give them a, a taste and see if they are making better food over in the hood or if they're doing it better over in Kirkland. So um, really excited for that, that, that black owned business. Now Monique, tell us about this week's business. Well, April is African-American women's fitness month. And as you can already tell, I did put up, you know, in the stories, my trainer, you know, he likes to sneak in the videos, you know, of us working out, mm-hmm. but also there is a black woman owned, um, fitness trainer uh company and it's called free flow fit and the trainers hopefully i'm not butchering up their names is shatina or no shantia monet and the other one i think she's nigerian too a dizzy medina medina i i mean excuse me sisters if i butchered up your name but (laughs) i wanted to give them a shout out free flow fit Okay. Um, is what their IG and there'll be a link and so I was just like that's that's what's up because y- you need to move your body every day you, you need it. to stretch you need to do something um, otherwise you're going to end up in some in some pain and you know it's going to create some issues like your down body, the road yes down the road your body needs to move you can't mm-hmm. be sitting down 10 hours plus a day and not you need to love yourself mm-hmm. and love your body yeah, amen. Okay. I said, I, I said, you know, I said, even Mila knows to move her body and does. You know, everybody should. I said, if the thick one can say amen to it and know that she do something, <laughs> I said, because ain't nobody got time as you age, honey. That body gets to change it on you. Right. Nobody got time for foolishness. Okay. No. So, <laughs> okay. Well, I love it. I love it. Now, Monica, is there anything else that we're missing this episode? No. Let's just let's just be kind. Oh, that's the best thing. I love it. Uh, Have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Support. Monica, where can they find us again? They can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and now iTunes. And please like, share, subscribe, and leave us a comment. You can shoot us an email or a voice message if you'd Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. And with all that, love and gratitude. (laughs) Remember to call your aunties or your girlfriends and say hi. (laughs) Bye.